Galaxy Defenders. It's Stephanie. And Sam. And you're listening to McCoo, an American podcast for McFly. In this podcast, we discuss McFly's music single by single and album by album. Today's episode, we're focusing on Falling in Love, the fourth and final single from Radioactive. So I have some fast facts about Falling in Love. It was released on May 10th, 2009. On April 29th, 2009, the song was added to BBC Radio 1 C-list and Radio 2's B-list. Uh, it was released in the UK to promote the Radioactive DVD, and it was charted at 87 on the UK charts. Look, <laughs> I wrote that down, and I put four exclamation points after it, and I underlined it like six times. Number 87. 87 out of probably 100. Would you say it was like their C-list and their B-list? This is an A-list level song. Listen. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. I don't understand why it's charting so low. Their last single... Well, not their last single. Their 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 lowest charting single before now mm-hmm. was number nine. They yeah. had literally never charted in the like double digits before, and now they're at eighty seven. Yeah, I don't know why. I honestly like I don't know why this one was so low. Maybe it just says something to like their popularity, right? Maybe their popularity dwindled during this time. So falling to eighty seven. <laughs> no, I I don't think it's their pop. Like I feel like radioactive is like. Almost like the height of their, but that's not true. That's not true, is it? You know, no. we'll talk about that in the radioactive album. But like, this is not their best-selling album. No, it's just right? the, so probably the most beloved besides "Motion in the Ocean" by fans. It's a fan favorite, but it you know it's it's not not a success. But it's it wasn't as like sold as much as like "Room on the Third Floor." Right, right, right. So then we might have to do with their popularity. I also thought maybe it just had a lot to do with the fact that it was like promoting the DVD. Yeah. And, like, not the album. So, like, maybe it just didn't get the, like, airtime to even chart well. But right. just, like, it's just a huge jump. It's their worst charting single probably ever. Definitely yeah. to date. This number 87 means that Radioactive doesn't have any number one singles. They do in my heart. In my heart, too. <laughs> <laughs> but what was it? So, One for the Radio came in at number two. So mm-hmm. close. Lies came in at number four. Do Ya was number 18. Oh, okay. So actually, I was wrong about Ballad of Paul K being number nine. So they did chart in the double digits with mm-hmm. Do Ya, but still 18 to 87. That's a big jump. <laughs> right. No number one singles from this album, which I guess speaks so that we just said it didn't sell as well. But it's also their first album. I'm a little sad for them. It's their first album without a number one single. Right. This album they're most proud of. Yeah. Even like in 2021. I think so too. Like I think they're the most proud of this album because like it was like their first time by themselves like and they got to produce the music they wanted to produce and I feel like as a band they love this album. As a fan base we love this album. Right. To the fans and to the band I don't think it really matters that it wasn't a commercial success because in our hearts it was. (laughs) It was. And this song is higher than 87 in my heart. Yes. (laughs) I'm so I, I'm so upset about it. Like this is definitely a single digit charting song in my heart. Yeah, I love this song. The song is so cute. I really do like this song. Um, I love that it's. I feel like it's a, about a subject matter that's not really sung about a lot, right? Because like to love. me, the song no the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one writes about love. No anymore. one ever has songs about love. <laughs> ever gonna hear another song about love no but i mean like a love that's been lost and thinking about what could have been right 
it's the only other song I think of is that song, um, Austin, that country song. This is Austin, I still love you. Yeah, yeah. But in that song, there's a different ending because Austin comes back to the singer. And in this song, she doesn't right. come back. Well, I always felt like the song ended on this, like, fa- like falling in love specifically. I always felt like it ended on kind of a little cliffhanger, right? Because he's like, can't take it, gotta tell ya. Uh, you know, I can't take yeah. another night on my own. So yeah. I take a breath and then I pick up the phone. And then she's like, oh. <laughs> and like, I was like, is that it? Right? And like, so it's like, she's like, uh oh. And then we never hear the answer. <laughs> I don't think she says just oh. I think because also in that part, they sing, um, we could have fallen in love as well. She said, oh. We could have fallen in love. And I think she also said we could have fallen in love, right? Like, they both agreed, like, we could have fallen in love, but, like, circumstances got into the way. And, like, it's just not going to work out. That's what what I think. That's what I think it means. The last time that they sing, like, that chorus about, like, we could have fallen in love, you think is, like... It's her. her turn to talk now? Yeah, her her on the phone. Oh, okay. That's a little sweeter. That makes the song a little bit sweeter. <laughs> like, it was like, I literally thought that she was like, you know, like, she just got a phone call and, you know, you've got Danny being like, I could have fallen in love with you. And then you're just like, oh, <laughs> right? Like, you. Right? Like, she said, oh. And I'm like, wait, well, that's all she said? I'm like, are you kidding me? She was like, um, oh, um, I gotta go. I gotta uh, wash my lawnmower or something like. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, i've gotta like uh wash my grass and mow my hair <laughs> bye <laughs> like that is not the right answer when a man like danny jones calls you and tells you that he loves you <laughs> like, or could okay. have loved you it's funny that i think about this song is like so sweet and romantic mm-hmm. because it's like actually quite sad yeah you know I think my ending of it is kind of hopeful. Like, maybe one day they can be together, but right now, that's just not, it's just not it for them. Maybe so. Maybe. It's like a Craigslist misconnections ad. <laughs> it's like... You were in Kroger looking at the corn, and right. I was looking at you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, I was in a band singing on the stage. You were in the background, not listening. <laughs> She's like, oh, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, How'd you get this number? <laughs> <laughs> but I really do like the song, and I think I think it deserved a lot higher than eighty-seven. It did. This one's very dear to me. Is it very dear to you? It is very dear to me. Oh. That's exactly what I wrote down in my oh. notebook. <laughs> this one is so so very dear. Oh. It's not just very dear. It's so very dear. I I mean I like it a lot. It would probably I don't know. I want to say it might be in my top ten, but I don't There's think only thirteen would... songs on the album. No, I meant like in general. Oh, you really? You're putting it in your top ten? Maybe because like I completely blanked on like <laughs> songs. <laughs> You're like, you can't think of any other songs in the world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's 13 songs on the album. It's my top 10. It would be in my top 10. (laughs) (laughs) I just meant, like, in McFly songs. I'm trying to think, like, would it be in my top 10? Maybe in my top 15. Right. If we're thinking of McFly's songs, you know, I don't know. Top 10 seems kind of generous. But top 15 doesn't. So maybe my top 15 McFly songs. I bet it would be in my top 10 McFly songs. It's definitely spoiler spoiler alert uh definitely in my top five 
off the album. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it would be in my top five of all time, but I okay. wouldn't be surprised if it were in my top ten of all time. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit warmer. But yeah, so the song's very dear to you. Why is it so dear? Just because... Why? Just, just why? <laughs> you were why? about to tell me. You're like, is it because of blank? Well, I didn't know. My mouth was going <laughs> before my brain could catch <laughs> you up. You tell me. <laughs> well, I mean, even though... Tom sings on the the album studio version. Uh-huh. I think I don't think that this is unusual. I think uh, a lot of people do this. I always think of it as a Danny song, uh-huh. right? Because he sings it alone so so often, um, like on tour and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, so I think that's part of it, right? Like I always have a special place in my heart for songs that Danny sings by himself, mm-hmm. even though I love Tom so much. And then this one, I would, I don't, you know, now it's like chicken or egg. I can't remember. I'm sure that I, I'm sure I liked the song before 2012, but like now I can't like untangle it from this memory from when you and I went to New York City mm-hmm. and saw McFly 2012. This is the song that Danny sang like solo acoustically uh-huh. when we were at that show. And so I'm sure that I also liked it before then, but now it's like every time I hear that song, I'm like thinking about Danny and like being there on, and like looking at him on stage, like singing acoustically and like all by himself, this song and it's so sweet and romantic, even though it's kind of sad. And like, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, we could have fallen in love. Like, you're right. <laughs> so I, know, I get all like warm when I hear it because it takes me back to that night of just like, like the most, like that was until tour, <laughs> which now these, oh God, now these, uh, all these episodes are coming out after tour. Yeah. If you guys want to peek behind the screen, like uh, we are recording these before we go on tour and before we go on tour. <laughs> We're going on tour with McFly. Breaking news. No, we're recording the before we see McFly at tour. So there's a peek behind the curtain. Right. Yeah. So now we've already been, and I bet it was awesome. And I bet now tour was the best three nights of my life. Stephanie and I saw three shows together. Our seeing time. Before that, seeing McFly in New York was like the culmination of our entire life's work and our entire purpose on this planet. And so like... It was just, like, the most perfect night of my life. It was a life-changing night for me. Right. You literally burst into tears. Yeah. Uh, holding. Yeah, holding, what do they call that? Like, that big square pamphlet that they had? What is that called? Oh, the program. You the had program. Like the, class, the, the tour program, yeah. I bought the tour program, and we're literally at the bus station in New York, and I'm sitting on the ground just crying because of like so many emotions it's like over. i find like it's over i finally got to see the like they're not just like people behind a screen right like, because i spent so many years watching them like on youtube and like you know streams and stuff like and pictures i'm like these are like real life people and we were in the same place breathing the same air like this is wild there's just like a lot of emotions and my little 19 year old self was like oh like crying about it i get it and uh and this song is that the whole feeling for me yeah. right like this song more than any other song i wrote down the set list so i could look it up and like obviously they they definitely sang like five colors and like yeah you know obviously <laughs> um you know like so i know the songs like i can guess the other songs that they sang right but this is the one the clearest memory that i have of this concert and so yeah. like this is the song that represents that entire night for me and so like all of that feeling where you're like they're real and i saw them and mm-hmm. we were in the same room right like all yeah. of that is wrapped up whenever there's that like bouncy guitar opening for falling in love right the 
like those high chords that he strums to get it started like those mm. oh's in the beginning like all of that like that starts and then i'm just like whoosh all like sweeped up in the swept up in the nostalgia of yeah that night and so that's why I think it means so much to me is just because of what it means to me, right? Like, what the memories it reminds me of. I say all that. I still wish, right? Because they played two nights in New York, and Stephanie and I only went to one. Yeah. We went to the second night. And the first night, Danny's solo song was Walking the Sun. <laughs> I say all of that, and I, but I still wish we were there on the night that he sang Walking the Sun. But that's okay. My time will come. I will one day see Danny Jones perform walk in the sun live in front of me and on that day i will probably leave my body It'll be like a holy experience yeah like, i'm fully prepared to leave my body at a tour like i'm fully yeah. prepared like yeah um you're gonna try to find me after the concert because the first concert we go to is we're not gonna be together but right. you're gonna try to find me after this concert and i'll be literally sitting in my seat like just pass the fuck <gasps> out right I'm, I'm gone my body is me too our, our spirits will meet above the crowd <laughs> And I'll be like, oh, I left my body down there. And you'll be like, me too. And we'll be like, who needs them? And then we'll just float away. <laughs> then the headlines the next day will be like, Manchester police baffled by two seemingly not dead girls who won't wake up. <laughs> In a coma. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Woo. I just got a little got, got a little goosebumps thinking about, uh, thinking about tour. Oh, my gosh. Think- That's like so... That's what I felt. That's what I I felt like that too when I was watching this video. Yeah, the concert video. So like the this video is mainly just like concert, like concert footage, whatever, to promote the DVD. Which like I watched the DVD and there's like no concert in this DVD. First of all, but whatever. So they're lying. They're like, buy this sweet DVD and you can, you too can see the tour footage. And it's like jokes on you. This, these three and a half minutes are the only concert yeah. we have. That's the only concert because, like the like the tour DVD, if as you probably you guys probably already know, is just like backstage stuff, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoy backstage stuff, but like I, it's been recorded and documented in this podcast, and I just like do not like performance videos. Right. But there's just something about this video that I just absolutely love, and like I don't know if it's in been a long quarantine. I don't know if it's just like. <laughs> The idea of seeing them in a couple weeks at actual tour and, like, watching them. Like, because I even get so excited watching their, like, little videos that they're posting on Instagram right now where they're playing at festivals. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be in that crowd soon. Uh, up. So, like, watching this video was just very, very exciting. And I got goosebumps. And, like, I couldn't stop grinning like an idiot because I'm just so excited. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I grinned the whole way through. Like my cheeks hurt by the time I was done watching this video. I love that they picked they picked this song to represent like this footage and this tour, right? Because it's again, it's kind of sad if you really think about it. But you're not wrong. That's also hopeful or like yeah. sweet and and so like the song to me is just so full of like feeling and warmth and like yearning and like yeah, like maybe even hope. And so like to and like and that's kind of how I feel about crowds in general, right? Like, yeah, you love crowds. I love crowds, right? And, like, I always feel something, like, bordering on holy when I'm, like, at a crowd, like, just looking out at all of these people who are all, like, strangers, but they're just – but they don't feel like strangers in this, like, moment because you're all, like, in this shared experience and you all just, like, love 
whatever it is that you're there to do, which like yeah. like right whether it's a musician or or a show or whatever. And um, I'm like, I do feel like sort of like I've fallen in love with all of them, right? I'm like, we could have fallen in love, right? <laughs> like this one night, like all of us, all 800 people, like yeah, of course we could have fallen in love. Like this is amazing, right? Like. Stephanie and I saw the Jonas Brothers in 2019 before, you know, uh, the world. <laughs> before, you know, what happened. Went sideways. And, like, I walked out of that. So this is not COVID safe. Don't recommend it, even if you're vaccinated. But, like, we walked out of this concert at the Jonas Brothers, and I was like, oh, my God. And I was just, like, so moved. And I was like, I want to kiss every single person on this stadium on the mouth. <laughs> Like, I didn't, but I wanted to, right? And it's, like, that feeling. So, like, this song is sort of about that feeling of being, like, I want to kiss you on the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and so to, to pair it, to pair this song with this footage, for me, is just, like, perfect. Yeah. It's, like, this is exactly how I feel in a crowd. Just, like, anything could happen and, like, mm-hmm. it's magical. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree 100%. I will say, though, I am praising this um, song, this video, but, like, the video itself uh, just seems kind of, like, haphazardly put together. Just, like, mm-hmm. your end-of-the-year project at school, right? Like, <laughs> it was, like, I'm going to turn something in for a grade. This is it. Enjoy. And, like, your teachers, one, tired, and two, like, so moved by this piece, I right. guess. They give you an A. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, okay, you, you win. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the video the- – it like they all look so good. Like, like they do. It, it is like hastily like it's not like a carefully curated video. No, it's just it's just a montage. Yeah, I mean like if you count like the parts where they like fan they fan what pan to the fans and like they're singing the lyrics of falling in love. I'm like ooh that's pretty cool. Yeah, that girl at the end that's like crying like wiping her arm wait wait wiping her eyes <laughs> her arm like, and she's wiping her arm <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to, like, rub your own arm. I don't know. No, she's wiping her eyes uh, and, like, crying. And I'm just, like, hard relate. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Like, tag yourself, you know. They do. They look so good. I think the reason they look so good, one, is because genetics. But also, two, they're having such a good time. Yeah. And they're, like, this is, you know, the tours where they actually got to play songs that they felt like were their own. And they're just having a hell of a time doing it they are like like this is before marriage before kids like before all of that adult stuff right 2008 this to me and i think i've said this before and i'll definitely i think say it on the on the album episode right but like this is is my mcfly right this era to me right like and so like they're so young and they're so joyful and like yeah it is but you know it's before kids and marriage and all of like yeah all of that grown-up stuff and i'm like like i was watching this video and i was just like i had that same thought i was like wow like none of them are parents yet like Mm -hmm. none of them are married and i was just thinking like you know like we really have like we have watched these boys grow up yeah right and like and then i was like and i guess like we've grown up too right like sort of (laughs) happened without me really noticing Right, but like they they grew up. Law of time suggests that means I've grown up and you've grown up, and I just feel like we couldn't have done it without them. Right, like in two thousand. How old were we in two thousand eight? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Still in high school. Still fighting with my parents. Right, like no one. We were no one. We were barely even people. We were like we thought we knew things. We didn't. Now, except for McFly. 
Yeah. We knew all about McFly. That mm-hmm. hasn't changed in 2021. Mm-hmm. But now we are, I mean, I get along great with my parents now. I have a mortgage. Like, <laughs> Right. Yeah. And I think, well, and you're like, you know, we thought we knew things, but we didn't. Right. Or like, you know, it's like that cheesy little Taylor Swift song that I love. Right. But that 15, right. It's like, you don't know who you're supposed to be. Right. Or you didn't right. know who you're going to be. And like, and you're right. Right. Like, it's like now you have different relationships with the people around you and your parents and you have like a mortgage and all of that. Right. Like we didn't even know that the dreams we have now, like would the dream were, are the dreams that we would have. Right. Like we didn't. Right. right. But like what we did know. And what is still true, right, is, like, what these boys mean to us. And, like, I'm not even talking about just, like, oh, yeah, we know everything about them because we're obsessed and we have their posters on our wall, right? Like, we had McFly dreams that are still our McFly dreams, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's part of it for me is, like, looking at this video and, like, thinking about how so young they are and, like, that we sort of grew up together. It's, like, a lot has changed, but this hasn't, right? Like, McFly has, like, always been there. Our dreams at 15 for McFly, you mentioned those, were, like, just to see McFly at concert, and, you know, marry them and stuff. But, like... Right, yeah. Don't forget about marrying them. Yeah. I'm still really holding on to that, actually. <laughs> but now, like, at 28, like, those dreams are finally coming true of, like, seeing them. And, like, you've seen them twice now. I've only seen them once. But, like, no, I can see them more than once. We're going to see them more than once. And we're going to see them together in England. Yeah. A bigger, a bigger venue than yeah, the, and, the New York one. And, like, at 15, we're like, we're going to go to England. And we're going to do stuff while we're there like our dreams have you know are finally being realized this year guys right. they already have actually we've already been to england totally because this is october <laughs> no but yeah yeah no i mean like we had england funds right yep. like we we used to put our spare change in like popcorn tins yeah to save up money because we thought when we turned 18 we would just buy a Buy a one-way ticket. One-way ticket. Buy a one-way ticket. Get off the plane and McFly would be waiting. <laughs> so we didn't do that. We did buy a round trip. But, you know, I mean, hey, anything could happen. I know. We don't have to use that other ticket. We don't have to use that other ticket. But, you know, but we're finally doing it. We finally bought our tickets. We're finally going. Yeah, none of this is really about the video. But <laughs> it just it brought up so much emotions for me. Like, I was surprised at how emotional I felt watching it. Like, I even got, like, a little teary-eyed for a second. I was like... Right, like it just—it made me so happy and like also a little sad because like time passes and you don't even realize um, it. Like time passes so quickly. Like I like there's a a statement, like a phrase or whatever that I think about all the time. I'm like, the years are long, but the days are short. The days are long, but the years are short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got the signal from a. Uh, my best friend. That, that's right. wrong. I gave, I gave her a little <laughs> flip-flop signal. <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. But, like, yeah, the days are long and the years are short. And that's true. It's so true. Yeah. I could, like, I was talking about this with my friend Leota at work the other day. I was like, I never imagined I would be this old. I know. It shocks me all the time. I'm just, like, when I was a kid, like, legit, when I was a kid, when I thought about, like, teenage Stephanie and older Stephanie, she was literally a cartoon. Like, she was a fantasy. Because I never, like, imagined I'd be this old. Right. I don't think I ever even imagined it. I think I I could wrap my head around, I think because it's a nice, like, symmetrical number, and it's, like, young and sexy, but, like, I could wrap my head around 22, right? Like, I feel like whenever (laughs) we, like, wrote stories about ourselves, this is even before Taylor Swift had the song 22. True. Like, whenever we would, like, write like fan fiction or we'd write like our little soap operas and we were like writing about our future lives i feel yeah. like we were always like either we were somewhere between like 18 and like 22 yeah 
right? And so, like, after 22, I was like, what? I never – I never imagined I'd make it this far. <laughs> like, what? Like, what? that old like imagine we're like not even 30 and we're like i never thought i would be this old and like at some point we're gonna be like 75 and we're gonna be like how did this happen <laughs> my uh one of my old bosses used to say which i always thought was super cute because he's like you know older obviously he's like in his 60s or 70s when he was saying this around his birthday they're like how do you feel and turn in whatever and he's like you know i don't know i've never been this old before mm-hmm. you know like <laughs> I don't know what it's supposed to feel like. <laughs> time is funny. Time. Ugh. Curious time. This is actually the Taylor Swift episode <laughs> of the podcast. It's like the third or fourth Taylor Swift reference that's come up. Um, next year, we're going to release the Taylor Swift podcast. Stay tuned. Oh, my God. Uh, we totally do that 100%. <laughs> Once we wrap up with McFly's discography, we'll just move right on. Isn't there sh- I feel like there should be a Taylor Swift podcast. There might be. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. I was shocked that there wasn't a McFly one, to be honest. Look, we have the market. (laughs) The McFly (laughs) podcast world. Okay, but here's a serious question that sort of brings back the video a little bit. Okay. So we have all these emotions, right? We're watching this footage, these boys so young and so happy. Mm -hmm. And um, we're listening to this song, right, with its, its cute little O's and it's like, sweet guitar solo and you know all of this like it's like together it's like we're having an emotional response right yeah. we're yeah, yeah. we're responding emotionally yeah do you think that we would feel this way about this footage if it was like set to like not a love song right because like the way that it presents to me right now it feels like you know it's like a love song but for like the entire stadium right like okay. i said earlier right we yeah. want to kiss everybody on the mouth it's holy mm-hmm. right but like what if it was like corrupted or like point of view right like we're like we're probably we'd still be watching them be so so happy and like so mm-hmm. smiley and cute and like Dan- dougie's little bandanas and danny's curly hair and his like big smile you know but then it's like i'm looking at you from another point of view like do you <laughs> do you think that we would be responding this way <laughs> I also I forgot to remind you to turn your volume down. Sorry, listeners at home. Uh, she's at it again. I do not think so because of my just reaction just then. Of just like how absurd it would feel. <laughs> I feel like we should take the footage and put like corrupted or point of view over it. Right. It's like a promo for the episode. Right. Be like, listen to our episode here. And also, we made this video. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that in like 10 minutes on, on the computer. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I'll just, you know, copyright schmoppy, right? I'll just like <laughs> download the video from YouTube and, and I'll put it over like corrupted or something, point of view. Which one be, which one's like, rawr? I have point of view, I think, is more right. rawr. Yeah, I guess the corrupted is the ones like crashing into walls. So it's like, God, like, but it's not me because love. Yeah. So good you got to abuse it. (laughs) I pulled my punches that one. I pulled that voice punch down for you guys. I I swallowed some of it. Yeah, I don't know. So it's it's the song, I think. Like, the video is good, but I think specifically, and I understand why they chose this song, right? They're obviously not going to put, like corrupted as their their song they're trying to make everybody feel like all sweet and warm but like yeah the song's just like really good i don't know maybe the same the video wouldn't maybe be making us feel all like warm and nostalgic we wouldn't be like oh time 
curious time. <laughs> right? Like, I don't think that we would be doing that if we were listening to this video to a different song. But I think that we'd still be like, no, oh, look how cute they yeah. are. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah, they're, cause they're having so much fun, right? Like, Has there really been a video? There might have been, but I just can't recall right now. Has there really been a video where we're like, mm, no. Like, mm, not really doing it for me, boys. Yeah, sorry. like, this, like you guys look cute, but mm, nah, nah. Thanks, but no thanks. Uh, no, that's not possible. I mean, there have been times that we've been more excited than others. Right, for sure. But I don't think there's been... What's up, Tom, from One for the Radio? Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> Holla back, baby! Okay. But, like, I, I was, like, I was quite harsh on uh, on Harry's hair and Baby's Coming Back, remember? Mm-hmm, that's true. But we were still like, oh, my God, those little cell phones. Like, who put Ashley's arms on their phones? Look, you know. Look, they are rolling with advantage here, right? <laughs> if we're talking, like, in D&D terms for a second, right? They're, if they're rolling their their charisma against us, <laughs> right, we have They don't even have to roll. <laughs> right. It's not even a roll, right? Like, of course, we're like, oh, little cell phones are so cute. And their little arms, right? You're rolling with advantage over here because, like, we are not putting up much of a fight. We're like, oh. But this, but this stands out still, right? As like particularly good, I think this video, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're like doing their little dances, like Tom and Danny have their little dance, and Dougie's like chewing his food and like going Bleh, like showing the camera. Mm-hmm. Harry's shirtless. He does a one armed pull up. Oh yeah, look at that bicep. Whew. <gasps> Just all by himself. Tom was looking at that bicep. He was. He was like, oh, Did you notice that? Damn. Yeah, he was like, oh, okay, one one armed pull up. <laughs> Danny opens the door and, like, hits himself in the head, which I couldn't tell if he did as a joke or on purpose. I think it was a joke. I want to – I'm, like, 70% sure it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> 70%. I mean, that's not nothing. But, you know? Like, Dougie has that build beanie Ugh, that we talked about yeah. in The Heart Never Lies. Okay. The beanie with a yeah. ball cap bill yeah. for some reason. <laughs> made just for me. <laughs> the Stephanie Marlowe hat. <laughs> The impressing Stephanie hat. That's what that is. All right. The impressing Stephanie hat. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. They're just like, they're having a good time, right? Like, yeah. Danny's like smiling. He's got like a jawline. You know, he's a person <laughs> with a body. <laughs> you know, Danny has a person with a body. Yeah, Harry's got eyebrows. So does Tom. Right. Tom's got his long little sweaty Tom's hair. got the best eyebrows, though. Tom's got sweaty little hair. Harry and Tom kiss, or Harry kisses Tom on the cheek. Yeah, they don't kiss. Don't get my hopes up yeah. like that. <laughs> what was that Harry face? Harry just loves his friend so much. The face was like Harry and Tom kissing. Like, oh, Whoa. don't threaten me with the good sign. <laughs> oh, that's another. That's another Taylor Swift line. Baby, don't threaten me. With <laughs> uh, love you, Taylor. <laughs> Call me back. I know you're listening. <laughs> oh my god if taylor swift was like i love mcfly so much i think i <laughs> i would be like what like, ah. like a heavenly chorus would just you would like just surround. like you would just like descend off the ground and like right. time on earth would be done be like i am on a holy plane now <laughs> right like taylor swift was like a huge mcfly fan and be like what she would, could probably help them get to America if she was a big fly fan. She could, oh my god. She did it with Ed Sheeran. Taylor Swift tour. She did. Taylor Swift tour. McFly is the opening act. <laughs> I would go to every single show on that tour. <laughs> I'd be like, okay guys, taking a sabbatical from work. I will see right? you in about three months. Uh, right. Have a good day. <laughs> 
Yeah. Be like, uh, be like, what do I have to do to be a roadie? Because like, I will literally carry 70 pounds of equipment on my back <laughs> if I can go on this tour. But yeah, she did it with Ed Sheeran. She should do it with McFly. Yeah, Overall, I think it's a good video. I think it's a great little video that they've put together <laughs> at the end of the semester. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Try saying that with a straight face. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. You know I can never have a straight face when you say I have a straight face. Have a straight face. This has been our problem since we were, like, children. Okay, be cool. Be cool, cool, be cool. Be cool, be cool. (laughs) (laughs) The harder we try, the worse it is. Don't look at me. (laughs) Okay, wait. I think you were like, overall, it's a good video. I think you're trying to wrap up, and I have one more very important question, which is expletive forthcoming. What the fuck does Danny say at the end of this video? I okay, so I think I couldn't tell, so I like was watching it, and I think he says something like "Have a good tour" in like such a really weird voice. Have a good tour. Have a good. Have show. a good tour. Have a good tour. Have a good show. I mean, that makes way more sense. I thought he was being. I thought he was saying like "Your planet needs you," which <laughs> <laughs> sounds nothing at all <laughs> like what you think. <laughs> That's what I heard. He's with alien Dougie. Oh no! Right, like he's clearly making fun of Dougie for being an alien here. He's like, he's like, Dougie, your planet needs you. You need to leave. <laughs> and Dougie's like, I can't. I'm having so much fun. Hold on, I'm gonna listen to it again. But I'm pretty sure he says like, "Have a good show" or something. That makes way more sense. It was a great show, is what I think he says. Your planet needs you. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to it again. Into the context of it was a great oh, show. Okay. Your planet needs you. Alien Duck, <laughs> Your planet Alien needs Duck is you. like, oh, how, what have you heard? Oh my God. A- Alien's like, wait, what, what's wrong with my planet? <laughs> Mom, I don't want to go home yet. Please, I'm having such a good time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> He's definitely saying it was a great show, but it sounds like your planet needs you. <laughs> He's like, it was a great show. <laughs> but it sounds like, like I, I, I also hear why I heard your planet needs you. And he like had his finger up, so I thought maybe he was doing some like weird ET thing. He's making fun of alien so, like Dougie. it wasn't that. And there's and Dougie's an alien, so like there there was some context for why it would make a little <laughs> sense for him to just be like your planet, like with this little like ET finger. But uh, but he said it was a great show. <laughs> I think that you're right. <laughs> um, but I would never have heard that if you hadn't like primed me to hear that. I think it was a great show. We should say that after every concert we go to. It was a great job. And they'll be like, I don't understand this reference. All right. Like, everybody be like, oh, how was the show? It was a great job. <laughs> but it was. It was uh, New York was great. <sighs> Cried so hard. I imagine tour will be great, too. What do you mean? It's October. Tour was awesome. Tour was amazing. It was a great job. It was show. a great job. <laughs> Your planet needs you. Is there anything else you would like to say about this? show this video these people i love them (laughs) me too i love them so much so the only thing left to do the last thirsty award for this album subloosh i have some contenders i have two contenders one of them is a joke i have three contenders that culminate into my final nominations (laughs) that doesn't (laughs) no not what contenders means. They come together. 
Contenders is like individual stuff. You have three sp- supports of evidence then, right? For one contender. Well, I was thinking about the Thirsty Award and I was like, should it go to Tom watching Harry do a pull up? Okay. Should it go to Harry kissing Tom's cheek? Okay. Should it go to the look between Dougie and Harry? What look? Oh, it's, there's just like, there's like a look. It's a, they always look at each other there in love. Yeah, it's like a minute and a half in that look between Dougie and Harry. And so, like, because I was like, should it be that, that, that? And then I was like, so should it be Harry in general? Because Harry's in all of those. Yeah. Harry kissing Tom. But then Tom's the one watching Harry do a pull-up. So is Tom thirsty for Harry? Obviously, the answer is yes. Everyone's thirsty for Harry. That's true. But, like, is Harry a little bit thirsty for Tom? Maybe. He's, like, showing off with this pull-up. So maybe just, like, Harry in general is my nomination. But this is why I had, like, three contenders. Okay. And they all equal Harold. And I think that Harry's the common denominator, yeah, but yeah. like kind of, it could also be Tom. Well, my first contender is a joke and it's um, me towards wanting to be in this crowd. So for real, um, for reals. That's not a joke. That's real. That's a real feeling. That's, um, I'm, I'm having it too. Yeah. So that's the first one. The second one is Harry. Like I just nominated Harry straight up towards Tom specifically though. Okay. All right. That lines up. Tom wouldn't be looking at Harry doing a one arm push up unless Harry was trying to impress Tom with his one arm pull up. That's real. That's real. And then he also... There's no other reason to do a one-armed pull-up unless you know somebody's looking at you. That's true. He was also kissing on Tom's cheek. So, okay. So this all... this So your, your evidence supports my my evidence as well. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like Harry is thirsty. Harry is thirsty for Tom. Maybe this is, was the album of some uh, flood going on. Right. Which makes I mean, sense. Harry... Look. Thirsty. Harry saw Tom and one for the radio and was like... Oof. One arm push up, one arm push up, one arm push up. He'll do anything. Here's another McFly reference or another Taylor Swift reference. Sorry. He'll do anything to keep you looking at me. <laughs> he's like, I'll do anything to keep you looking at me. <laughs> and he's like, one arm pushing up. He's like, you grew out your hair. You you wore green. You look like that now. And Harry's like, whew, a little hot under the collar. He starts singing Taylor Swift, doing some pull ups. Mm-hmm. I agree. Harley, I agree. 100%. Harry is thirsty. Harry is thirsty. As hell. And he won the thirsty award for falling <laughs> in love. The last time he won the thirsty award, it was for himself. So he's really growing as a person. Yeah, he's like doing, he's like, <laughs> you know, developing himself. Character right. growth. Character, Character growth. Character growth. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Character growth. Great job, Harry. Also, who ain't thirsty for Tom in 2008? It's true. I don't know what water he was drinking, but I should have drank it too. I know. Look, there are two kinds of people in this world. People who were thirsty for Tom in 2008 and liars. Yeah, it's true. It's a recycled joke, but it, it's a puck, it's, it applies here. <laughs> Do you have any other questions, concerns, comments about falling in love, the song, on their album radioactive i do i didn't until you said that when you were like the song falling in love and it just reminded me that it's always like low-key kind of bothered me that this song is called falling in love ing okay when the line is we could have fallen in love en okay so fallen in love the tenses are wrong well Um, like we could have fallen in love you know like he like right but then he named the song falling in love yeah but they don't pronounce the g part so falling in love we could have fallen in love and it's called 
fall, fallen in love. Right, but the tenses are wrong, right? Falling is present tense. Yeah. Could have fallen is past tense. We could have fallen in love. Yeah, but what like, I'm thinking is that they're thinking fallen in love. The tenses are wrong, but no one pronounces the G. But then why don't you just spell it F A L L E N for fallen in love? It might look weird. Right. Maybe someone was like, this is wrong weird. and has never heard the song before. And they're like, this is the wrong tense. So they fixed it before they produced the album. Right. Right. Because like falling in love makes it sound like this is a song about something that's like happening now. Yeah. Right. We are falling in love right now. Yeah. But the song is specifically about how they could have fallen in love before in the past. Yeah. So the tense is wrong. Yeah. It implies that something's still happening when it's already too late. Well. She said, oh. oh, oh." Yeah. I mean, it could still potentially still be happening, though, because they could have fallen in love at any concert. And we're still falling in love with them at previous, at current concerts. Right. It's both. Every time Danny's Danny's like, oh, we could have fallen in love. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We are falling in love. What do you mean could have? (laughs) We are falling in love. So the the title is just the response. It's like, first of all, how dare you put that in the past tense? <laughs> this is Falling in Love, the song, and we are falling in love. <laughs> happening live right now. Right in front of you. <laughs> what is this past tense you're talking about? What is this could have? I don't really have any qualms about the title because I didn't notice it until you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's always bothered me a little bit. I'm like, why doesn't the title match the song? I've never noticed. I'm just like, oh yeah, Falling in Love. And then I could have fallen in love. Duh, totally. You're like, the sounds are the same. Well, friends, if you agree, disagree, or just want to make two new friends, please follow and talk to us on our social medias at Make Who the Podcast. If you want to follow us on our personal accounts, you can find me on Twitter at Steph to do at Steph underscore T O D O. And I'm on Twitter at Sam underscore Edmonds 122. And also, don't forget to rate and comment our podcast on your favorite podcast streaming site. It may not seem like a lot, but it helps the podcast out so much. And since you're there already, give Miku a follow so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And we'll see you next time with the album Radioactive. Thanks for listening. Bye.